Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic podcast episode of the Daily Mind. It's me, I'm your host, uh, doing it once again on this um, cloudy Thursday evening. Yeah, <laughs> how is everyone's day? Hopefully, uh, hopefully you got everything you needed to get done today. Hopefully the day worked out for you. If it didn't, don't worry, there's always tomorrow. And that's that. <laughs> All right, so um, I got no funny stories to tell today. Um, no, nothing funny really happened today. No odd stories. I think what I'm going to start doing is like if I hear an odd funny story during the day or just something weird happened, I probably would just mention it before I go on with the episode. But as far as today, no. And that's surprising in my realm is that there's nothing funny or strange that went on today. But it's okay. All right. So um, tonight I wanted to talk about um, which I guess you, a lot of you guys can definitely, um, <clears throat> relate to this one, um, nineties action stars. The reason why this somehow came up to mind, because I saw a, I was just scrolling through Facebook not too long ago. And I seen a behind the scenes photo of Bruce Willis from Die Hard with a Vengeance, where he is talking on a cell phone in his boxers. If you remember the beginning of that movie, um, when Simon was introduced somewhat, um john mcclain as bruce willis and you know he had to go up to harlem with a sign that says i hate niggas and in that scene he met with samuel L. jackson's character zeus that kind of got him out of a, a situation so i guess that's the scene that they were filming at the time it was just one of those behind the scenes things bruce willis fun fact is my top favorite action star of all time and, and you know what too and i think his most recent plight with uh with the, uh, I believe he has like Alzheimer's or he's got some form of uh, dementia or Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, I mean, I think. And it's really, really sad considering his catalog of movies is so prolific. And, you know, from the Die Hard trilogy to the Jackal to um, countless, countless movies since the 1980s. And it's just sad that, you know, we'll never get to see him that way again in any sort of fashion. Like I remember they were trying to come out with a Die Hard 6, which thank God they didn't, because I think after Die Hard, the fifth one, I think that was it. Like the fourth one, up to the fourth one was fantastic. They should have just stopped right there. But no, they decided to come out with five, which I couldn't even watch the whole thing. And it's sad because I'm a big, big Die Hard fan with Die Hard with a Vengeance being the favorite of the three original Die Hard movies. So I did find some lists. It seems like all these episodes recently, I, I do a topic and I find a list of like these things relating to the topic, which makes it more interesting. And I could see that because I, I look at it based on the listeners that I'm getting on some of those episodes. So I did find a list of the 19 greatest action stars of the 1990s. Again, this is uh, from this website called fortressofsolitude.com. Never heard of it, but it, it had a pretty good looking list. And you may or may not agree with this list. Again, these lists are usually opinionated, you know, personal um, choice to who they think was the 90s, act, uh, best 90s action star, whatever the best of what, depending on their, their movie catalog, maybe of that decade or how much money they may have grossed over that decade, so on and so on and so on. <clears throat> So, yeah, um, I'm going to read the opening to this. Um, this was actually published on October 1st of 2021, so it's not that far. Um, it says here, 
The 90s saw the continued dominance of the action genre at the box office. Before comic book fantasy and mega franchises dominated the film landscape as they do today, they were action stars driving the popularity of a film. To celebrate the actors and films of that decade, let us review some of the greatest action stars of the 1990s. All right, so it gives some weird money figure, too. I don't know if that's how much money they grossed over or how much their movies made, uh, but I'm, I'm just going to ignore that part, um, but I'm just going to read right into it. So number 19 they had on that list was Kurt Russell. You guys remember from Overboard, Backdraft, the list goes on and on and on. It says here, Kurt Vogel Russell began his career, uh, let me close this little ad, uh, began his career as a child actor in the 1960s. He went on to become a teen star after appearing in his first Disney film, Follow Me Boys, in 1966. Damn, I didn't know that. Uh, Russell eventually appeared in 12 Disney films up to 2005 Sky High. The 1980s saw him transition into an action star via cult classics like Escape from New York and Big Trouble in Little China. The actor varied his roles and in the 1990s only appeared in a handful of action films like 1996 Executive Decision and Escape from L.A. Um, despite a sparse action catalog in the 90s, Russell's strong screen presence and good looks made him a notable actor, action star then and now. And I believe he played in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. So, I mean, gar not Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. I believe he played um, Star-Lord's father in the flashback scene, which they actually de-aged him in that scene, which was actually pretty cool. They were pretty spot on with it. Okay, this is the next one, which I had a crush on back in the day, Sigourney Weaver. Now, you guys know her from Alien, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and the appearance in the afterlife. Um, it says, Susan Alexandra Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, we're not doing this notification crap. Give me one second, folks. I got to remember to turn this down. I, I, I can't. I love New York City subway noises, but not while I'm doing the show. Okay, so it says, Susan Alexandra Sigourney Weaver was catapulted to action icon with 1979's Alien. Her character of Ellen Ripley made Weaver a pioneer action heroine. In the 90s, Weaver reprised her role as Ripley for two more Alien films in which she cemented her status as one of the greatest action stars ever. I never really seen her as an action star. Again, I guess you have to watch Alien, and I never really got into um, the Alien movies like that. But I never really see her as an action star. When I think Sigourney Weaver, I think Ghostbusters. As soon as I see that woman, Ghostbusters is the first movie to come to mind when I when it comes to her. Because I, I think that's probably one of the first movies I might have seen her in growing up. Um, and this next one, which he should be in the top 10. I don't know why he's number 17. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's career goes back as far as the 1970s. And it's still continuing today. Although he's fighting a little slower because he's older, but he's still got moves. He still got he still got some prolific, fantastic moves. Um, but his real name was Chan Kong Sang, known professionally as Jackie Chan, is a Hong Kong action legend. His amazing career spanned almost 60 years. His work in the 90s was prolific, but his two biggest and most well-known films of the decade were Rumble in the Bronx and the action comedy classic Rush Hour. These action films helped make Chan famous to a wider Western audience. Fun fact about Jackie Chan is that a lot of movie producers and stuff don't want to do movie don't really want him to do movies in the states because the insurance they have to pay on this guy is ridiculous because he does his own stunts so this was costing it was very risky for us producers and um, movie makers to cast this dude now rumble in the bronx i love that movie but the most disappointing thing was that the fucking movie did not take place in the bronx the only part of new york they show was the opening scene and that wasn't even the bronx that was manhattan 
I think the shit took place somewhere in LA or something like that. But I was so mad. I was like, this isn't the Bronx. I, the Bronx looked nothing like that. And nobody dresses like that in the Bronx, even at that time. But the movie itself was just great. And I think that was like my first introduction to Jackie Chan because of his use of the environment. I think his comedic timing and how he uses the environment to his advantage, he makes everything into a weapon is why I like absolutely fell in love with this dude in terms of him like the action star. And, and, you know, he's still doing a lot of work, man. And, yeah, there is a Rush Hour 4 coming out, too. Long overdue movie, man. They wait till these people get older. But we'll see how that works out when the time comes. And then, of course, this next one, um, Sean Connery. Now, I'll tell you right now off the back, the best Sean Connery movie to come out in the 90s, and you can fight me on this, is The Rock. Definitely The Rock. It says, in the 1960s, Connery gained huge success playing James Bond in numerous 007 films. However, Connery refused to let the Bond role define his career. He starred in many other films in the varied genres, notably in 1987's The Untouchables, which is a fantastic movie, by the way, for which he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. The 90s saw Connery star in popular action films like Rising Sun and The Rock, where he proved once more that he could carry a film as a leading man, even in his 60s. And you got to love his accent, you know, um, especially in The Rock, where he was like a retired British SAS. No, he was like... um, I'm the former majesty of the British SAS. Retired, of course. I love that scene because that his 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 voice is just spot. I I don't know. It's just about a Scottish accent is just is just badass. He don't even got to say a badass line. He can say some shit like that and it sounds cool. This man, this next one. Oh God, his fighting scenes. I don't. I laugh at a lot of his fighting scenes. It's something funny about this man's fighting scenes. Steven Seagal, number fifteen. You guys know him from like movies like um, Out for Justice, Under Siege One and Two, right? So it says here whether it's a whether it's a feature films for cinema or straight to DVD clunkers, Seagal has appeared in a large number of action films over the years. A genuine martial artist, the actor rose to prominence with 1988's Above the Law. From there, the early 90s were fertile for the actor, his star reaching its zenith with 1992's Under Siege. Siegel's stoic zen-like acting delivery may not be for everyone, but his Aikido martial arts skills enthralled many fans and helped him quite an action career. Yeah, he sucks as an actor. The man can't act. He's the same guy literally in every movie he played. But, nonetheless. And, fun fact, he's actually got a dual citizenship. He had his citizenship personally handed to him by Vladimir Putin. I'm not even making that up. Look that up. He actually has dual U.S. and Russian citizenship. Maybe he can help stop the fucking war in Ukraine. Maybe with a with a keto throw. All right, number 14, Linda Hamilton. You guys know her as Sarah Connor from Terminator. Um, it says, of course, it says it here too. Best known for her portrayal as Sarah Connor in the Terminator franchise. Hamilton has um, also gained acclaim for her portrayal of Catherine Chandler in the Beauty and the Beast TV series. Despite only starring in a few action films in the 90s, her reprisal as Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 Judgment Day was enough to merit a nod to her accomplishment as one of the of one of action's most recognized stars. Yeah, she was kind of badass in that movie. I, I, I'd say that. And she, and she was kind of a crush in that movie, too. Uh, number 13, Jean-Claude Van Damme, the guy with the split kicks. The muscles from Brussels became famous in the 80s for films such as Bloodsport, Cyborg, Kickboxer. Um, Van Damme continued to star in many action films into the 90s. Some of these, like Hard Target, Street Fighter, and Time Cop, became the biggest hits of his career. Street Fighter was a hit. That movie was trash. It was very campy. The, the, the casting was just all weird. He was not a believable guile character at all in that movie. But it was cool seeing Raul Julia play 
and bison. And the, and the sad part about that is, is that this is actually true where he died like six months after the movie was completed. And he answered, I think his son or nephew's dying wish to play M. Bison because his son loved Street Fighter. So he played that role. And if you notice from the Adams family to that point, he was very frail and thin. He was dying from cancer in the movie. And he that was like his last performance. He died shortly after the movie was released. So that 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 to me is just that's probably the only reason I like the movie is just the fact that Raul Julia played it. Uh, this next one, let's see what we got here on this list. We're making it. I got some time. Of course, I got some time. Uh, let's see. What the fuck? All right, right John Claude Van Damme. Uh, Wesley Snipes. No, Wesley Snipes. I think my favorite action movie from him of all time, and this may sound crazy, is Money Train. Most people will agree that Blade, but there's something about Money Train. Maybe it's just because I like trains. But Blade is also a good series, too, so don't, don't send me any hate mail. But... Yeah. Oh, and, and a double demolition man. I guess that was also good. It says here, it's easy to forget that in the 90s, Wesley Snipes was one of Hollywood's biggest stars. Films like U.S. Marshals, Passenger 57, and Blade made Snipes an action legend. He had undeniable charisma as the leading man, which combined with his athleticism and martial arts skills made him a potent on-screen presence. Not to mention he had sex with J-Lo in Money Train. I don't know. Uh, number 11. <laughs> And this guy, you can't shoo away this next dude. You cannot get rid of this man for no for nothing. Tom Cruise. Tom fucking Cruise. Maverick himself. Tom starred in a few action-oriented films in the 90s. His main acting roles were dramatic as in A Few Good Men, Far and Away, and Interview with the Vampire. During the early 90s, the closest Cruise got to appearing in action films was in The Firm and The Days of Thunder. The height of his success in the 90s was the first Mission Impossible film in 1996, while Tom was reluctant to fully embrace the action genre, he proved in Mission Impossible that he could be an ideal action star. His profile as an action star grew larger after the 90s with recurrent roles in the hugely successful Mission Impossible sequels and others like Minority Report. Yeah. Number 10, John Travolta. The first movie that comes to mind in terms of action is probably like Face Off. I don't know if he's done any other action films. Well, I mean, he's done that Take It of Pelham remake, which was not really good but face off in the 90s absolutely no like one of my favorite action movies of the time and definitely when i see him i think face off it says in the late 1970s films like saturday night fever and greece catapulted travolta to fame however the 80s saw travolta's career decline only resurrected again in the mid 90s after quentin tarantino's cast travolta and pulp fiction reborn as an action star travolta soon made two action classics broken arrow and face off these films highlighted the actor's versatility, wherein he showed himself more than capable of being a hero or a villain. I don't know. Look, look who's talking, I think, was a pretty nice movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it was an action, and it definitely didn't really show his welcome back Carter persona, but it was a movie. And I guess that's when his career was at a real low, even though Look Who's Talking was somewhat popular, somewhat of a cult classic, I think. But um, yeah, Broken Arrow and Face Off really got him back on his feet. Uh, number nine, Sylvester Stallone. It says the Rambo films of the 80s single-handedly made Stallone an action star. Sly Stallone got his big break in the dramatic role of Rocky in the Rocky Balboa franchise, but adapted easily into the action genre due to his competent acting chops and outstanding physique. Stallone starred in relatively few action films in the 90s. His most noticeable were Cliffhanger, Demolition Man, The Specialist, and Judge Dredd. In combination with his Rambo character, these other action roles helped Stallone retain his mantle 
as a major action star up until our own day with films from the Expendables franchise, which he did get hurt for real in that movie. Um, pretty bad. I think he also broke his neck in one scene with Stone Cold. But you know what's a, another underrated movie I recommend you go see, um, you watch? It came out in like 97, Copland. It stars him, Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta, and so on and so on. Very underrated movie where he plays this um, little small town sheriff, Freddie Heflin, and it's on the Jersey side where all these New York City cops live. And then, you, you know, I'm not trying to spoil too much of it, but if you go get a chance, go look up Copland. It's a pretty good, you know, action drama, if you will. Now, the other side of Face Off, the other face, Nicolas Cage, comes in at number eight. During the 80s and 90s, or early 90s, Nick Cage starred in varied films, mainly within other genres like comedy or drama. His first true role in the action film was a pilot, Jake Preston, in the 1990 film Firebirds, opposite Tommy Lee Jones, another modest but memorable action star. However, Cage's true jump to action star was with The Rock in 1996, opposite of Sean Connery. Cage soon had two more hits with Con Air and Face Off, securing his status as 90s action stars. And those movies were bang, 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 back to back to back hits. Um, but out of those three, The Rock is definitely the best of his action movies of the 90s. Hands down. It's just nonstop action. I'm surprised that shit didn't even become a video game. Um, number seven, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Mel was an action star since the late 70s due to his role as Max Rockintansky in George Miller's original Mad Max trilogy. He became an even bigger action star when he starred in Lethal Weapon film series of films. Though Mel's work as an action star was sparse in the 1990s, his appearance in Lethal Weapon 3 and 4, as well as starring in the action thrillers Payback and Conspiracy Theory, sealed Mel's action icon status. Nowadays, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but I think he's still acting. All right, so... This next dude, he fought in the Matrix. The man is John Wick. I'm talking about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves comes in at number six. Speed is definitely one of those 90s movies along with the Matrix. But you got to understand one thing. Um, before that, he was Bill and Ted. You know, nobody really seen him as an action star. And if you notice his acting in Speed... You can tell it was kind of a little bit out of his element, but he was getting there. Um, today, Reeves is a major star for his work in the John Wick films. In the early 90s, though, he was a breakout action star after appearing alongside Patrick Swayze in Point Break. I actually did see that recently. However, 1994, Speed was the film that made Reeves a household name, Jack Trapp. Following a lull in his career, 1999 saw Reeves make a brilliant comeback as action star after starring in the first Matrix film. Reeves' career was rejuvenated, and he ruled as one of the top action stars of the late 90s and beyond. His story, his backstory is really tragic, too. And that man, you will never find another Keanu Reeves. You will never find another person that fucking humble and sincere and kind. And you will never see that again. He's, 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 he's one of those very rare um, Hollywood actors that don't get in trouble. He doesn't find himself in trouble. In fact, when he takes pictures with women, he doesn't even fully embrace his arms around him. He kind of have them out like as a, at a length because he knows he's not trying to get caught up. And, and plus, he's a gentleman. You know what I mean? You just don't go just hugging women and shit like that. And especially like nowadays, you have to be very careful with that. Keanu Reeves, on the other hand, he's just a genuinely humble guy, man. I can't And I, I can't wait to John Wick 4. That comes out in about a few weeks. I've been counting down for this movie forever. It's been delayed because of COVID. 
And now it's finally coming out, I believe, I believe on the 24th. I can't wait. All right, number five. We're down to five. We're down to five. Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan, 007. Brosnan made, first made a name for himself in a, as a television star in the 80s series Remington Steel. After appearing in medium to small film roles like Mrs. Doubtfire in 94, Brosnan made the jump to megastar and action hero as the new James Bond and appearing in the critically acclaimed Goldeneye in 1995. Despite not starring in other action films during the 90s, Brosnan appeared in two more Bond films, Tomorrow Never Dies and The World Is Not Enough, to secure his place among the greats of that era. Not to mention... GoldenEye spawned one of the best first-person shooters in the history of first-person shooters. GoldenEye on the N64. I still have my N64, and I still have a copy of GoldenEye. I need to play that this weekend. But no, GoldenEye, because of that movie, I'd like to thank you, Mr. Brosnan. You have created some of the best Friday nights, whatever. Like, you know, you're hanging out with the homies, playing GoldenEye, four-player split-screen, Golden Gun, Blockbuster, like pizza, Blockbuster movies. It's just shit was just dope. I'd like to thank you for that. All right, number four, Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Harrison Ford was an action icon long before the 90s. His role in fantasy adventure films like Star Wars and Indiana Jones made him famous, but he managed to make a name for himself outside those genres. He achieved great success as a reluctant action man in the 90s with thrills like The Patriot Games, The Fugitive, and Air Force One. While we remember him mostly for his role as Indiana Jones and Han Solo, Ford was smart enough to become a 90s action star without anyone realizing it. Fun fact, before he became an actor, he was actually a carpenter back in the 1970s and landed the role of Star Wars. The rest is history from there. Number three, who should actually be number one, Bruce Willis. He should be number one action star of the 1990s. But three is okay. Again, this is this is off somebody else's list, but if it was my list, the man would be number one. The 80s saw Willis achieved a modest success with the TV series Moonlighting, but his big break came in 1988 with Die Hard. Willis morphed from a modest TV personality to a big-time action star. Willis would blast into the 90s with even greater success, mainly via Die Hard 2 and Die Hard 3, these being his most successful releases of that era. Though his, through his career has had ups and downs. Willis has earned his moniker as one of the greatest action stars of all time. I totally fucking agree with that. Again, he should have been number one, but it's okay. Number three is fine. Number three is fine. And it's crazy because he has arguably one of the most um, talked about movies of all time, Die Hard, and whether or not it's a Christmas movie, we get it. It came out in July, but I'm calling it a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. It is a Christmas movie. You can fight me on it. Number two, I wasn't expecting this guy to be on the list for number two, but I'm pretty sure there's one movie that made it very clear why he should be on this list. Number two is Will Smith, and you probably already know what movie he's on here for. Uh, best known for his role as Will in the sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Smith transitioned to film star and action hero after starring in 1995's Bad Boys. The following year, his career went into overdrive and hit the stratosphere with his biggest film, Independence Day in 1996. Smith took advantage of his new status as a leading man and starred in other hit sitcoms as Men in Black in 97 and Enemy of the State in 98. With a few depth acting choices, Smith quickly rose to become a megastar, moving from The Fresh Prince on TV to a cigar-smoking alien killer on the big screen. Despite the fact he smacked Chris Rock. Yes, he has, he has a very prolific movie catalog. And it's still coming out with movies. I think I Am Legend 2 is like one of his next 
uh, projects that are coming out in terms of action. We'll have to see. You never know what's up that man's sleeve. Okay, now, the moment you've been waiting for, the number one, and you guys might already have an idea who the number one 90s action star is according to this list here. The number one 90s action star, which should have been Bruce Willis, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't doubt that not one bit. Arnold Schwarzenegger is all action. He, he he's, he's not a great actor, but it's because like Sylvester Stallone, his physique and his chops is why he's like big. I mean, he did True Lies, T2 Judgment Day, you know, last, uh, he was even Turbo Man, and he was Turbo Man in Jingle All the Way. That's big right there. All right, so look, Arnold Schwarzenegger is number one on this list, and we're gonna we're gonna see why. It says you guessed it. Uh, Arnie ruled the '90s as he did in the '80s with his thick Austrian accent, dry wit, and incredible physique. Starring in classics like Total Recall in 1990, Terminator 2: Judgment Day in 1991, and True Lies in 1994, bolstered Arnold to the top. Despite lukewarm reviews for his other 90s releases like Last Action Hero and Eraser, these were modest hits nonetheless, which was a testament to his star power and ability to draw in large audiences at the time. Though Arnie had a quiet period in the late 90s, End of Days in 1999 being the only notable work, his huge success during the earlier part of the decade helped him claim the title as the greatest action star of the 1990s nonetheless. And there you have it. That's 19 goddamn 90s action stars with Arnold Schwarzenegger being one. It would be crazy not to put Arnold Schwarzenegger on the list of top 90s action stars. Now, I'm not even going to get into action stars of all time because that shit will take probably a multi-part series to do. But, um, yeah, the 90s saw some of the greatest movies, and I am so blessed to have grown up during the 90s, man. Because, like I said, the 90s is not quite my favorite decade, but it's like I grew up in that decade. So far living, it's definitely been the best decade, the 90s. And um, a lot of cool things came out. And luckily, a lot of our, a lot of these action stars are still with us today. May not be in the same state as they used to be, but we all get old and things happen. And then we make, you know, we make way for the new younger generation and they make way for new younger action stars. But, you know, nowadays action movies are nothing like they used to be back in that time. You know what I mean? Not a lot of CGI back then. It was just like actual raw film. Nowadays, you got a lot of CGI and special effects, visual effects, and it's like, uh, I mean, you might as well be watching a green screen on the big screen, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. But um, I'm going to see if there's maybe some honorable mentions, because I feel like this list left out quite a few people. But um, I'm going to see real quick if there's a list of at least maybe a few honorable mentions. Well, it looks like this other list. Oh, look, Jet Lee was on this other list. Jet Lee, um, I would say... But, you know, he wasn't as big as Jackie Chan. But Jet Li, he's been in movies for a long time, almost as long as Jackie. But in the 90s, he's done, um, he didn't do very much, but he's on here as the 90s. I can't, I forgot what movie came out. I know he did the one. Um, he did uh, Romeo Must Die, but Romeo Must Die was like the 2000s. Um, but, like, this this other list here has Antonio. Yeah, see, this is another list. I'm going to just breeze through it real quick that wasn't mentioned on this other list. And this is on movieweb.com. So they have number 19, they have Gina Davis. Number 18 was Antonio Banderas. 17, of course, was Jackie Chan. 16, Jean Reno. Best movie he ever done action-wise? The Professional, also known as Leon. Fight Me On It, one of his best works. Number 15, Sandra Bullock. 
Okay, she drove a bus and had to keep it above 55 miles an hour. All right, number 14, Will Smith, Sean Connery. Number 13, Steven Seagal. Number 12, Jean-Claude Van Damme is 11. Number 10 is Michelle Yeoh. Number 9 is Chow Young-Fat. Yeah, I mean, shit, who doesn't like hard-boiled? Uh, number 8 was Sylvester Stallone. Number 7, Jet Li. But he, a lot of the movies that mentioned here, he did overseas. And they're not really like movies he did here in the States yet. Uh, six, Keanu Reeves. Number five, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Four, Harrison Ford. Wait, it had, wait a minute. It had Arnold Schwarzenegger as number five? Oh, I got to see who number one is. All right, number three, Bruce Willis, which is also number three on the other list. Number two is Wesley Snipes. And the number one on this list, Nicolas Cage? What? <laughs> what the fuck? This list. On MovieWeb.com chose Nicolas Cage over Arnold Schwarzenegger as one of the best action stars. Again, this is why you can't take this stuff to heart. It's it's opinionated shit. This is somebody else's opinion. You, me, and other people may think differently, but Nicolas Cage, I'll be damned. All right, look, I'm wrapping this episode up. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast once again. Um, I'm getting listeners in all types of places, and I truly appreciate it. Please spread the word. Um Stay tuned for the next episode. I don't, I, you know, I'm going to try not to like announce if I'm going to do another episode tomorrow. I'm just going to simply say just stay tuned to another episode because it could be tomorrow. It could be the following day. It all depends on my schedule, you know. So just stay tuned for the next episode. I'm not sure what the topic is. It's whatever comes to mind on the Daily Mind here. Um, so enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and I will do so myself. It is raining right now, which is a bummer, but it's okay. I'm in the house. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. Um, tell your friends and tune in. Stay tuned. We'll tune in next time for the next episode. And if you missed episodes, hey, it's like 120 episodes now. Go back, listen to it, get a chuckle. Have fun. All right. Have a great night. We'll do it again another time. Ciao.